Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having an outstanding start to your Thursday. Maybe for many of us, it's the last work day of the week before a long and hopefully fun weekend of baseball, fun time with the family, the you know unofficial start to summer for many. Hope wherever, again, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, you're wrapping up a great week getting ready to start an even better weekend. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. You can find the podcast wherever it's available on all podcast platforms for free. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button. Let you know when all the great content from the Battery Power Podcast Network is available. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And man, it is back to being fun talking about the Braves. The Braves get uh, another convincing victory when it comes to the offense. Perhaps one of their most convincing victories all season. An 8-4 victory over the Philadelphia Phillies. The Braves were able to once again get, they were able to produce 13 hits, three home runs, again, seven of the Braves' nine starters were able to get hits on the night. Excuse me, actually eight of, let's see here, actually eight of the Braves' starters were able to get a hit on the night. And so for the third straight game, yes, the Braves are 2-1 and one over those games, but for the third straight game, a complete offensive performance was able to overcome a less-than-ideal night from Charlie Morton, but the Braves were able to get the job done and get a win. The Braves were able to strike early with a big opening to the game. Once again, scoring early. They were able to also score as the game went along. And so as we've been discussing many times over, and I don't mean to be a broken record, but it's fun when you start to speak on just how much the Braves offense is struggling. It's fun to see this offense bounce back like it has. And the Braves, again, have now put together three straight games. The first time this season they've been able to put together three straight games in which they have double-digit hits. And again, it was a mixture of both being able to convert run-scoring opportunities. The Braves were 3 of 9 with runners in scoring position. And also, the power was on display. William Contreras showing once again his overall ability to produce while in the lineup. Last night, he actually had a home run, but even more impressive, two walks as well. William Contreras has shown a little bit of patience. He's shown some good development when it comes to drawing walks as well. Though he's, I believe, he's up to now five on the season. 
not necessarily overly impressive, but at the very least, he's shown the ability to be able to get on base in multiple ways. But of course, seeing him continue to distribute the ball in the stands is a lot of fun. Seven home runs now in 48 plate appearances, a great start to the season for William Contreras. But Austin Riley, who obviously has struggled here in recent weeks, he was able to get two hits on the night as well as a home run. And the great thing about it is this, is that the Braves, again, are doing it in different parts of the game. Yes, they had a four-run inning hat tip to at Baseball Outliers on Twitter. Stephen Tolbert, he mentioned that this was the eighth time the Braves have been able to score four more runs in an inning. So they were able to get the runs in bunches, but also were able to distribute the run scoring opportunities throughout the game. The whole idea is this consistency that we've talked about. It's not just about the fact that the Braves, you know, put up a bunch of runs, you know, over a two or three week period. It's the fact that they're able to now in back to back to back games, they're able to show that they are having success finding opportunities and converting them. And over the past two games, it's been able to overcome some struggles when it comes to the pitching staff. On Tuesday night, the Braves were able to produce enough offensive opportunities to overcome struggles from the bullpen. Last night, they were able to uh, generate enough scoring opportunities to overcome struggles from the starting rotation. Again, going back to the point where it seemed like for the first six weeks of the season, it was a bunch of situations where two of the starting rotation, the lineup, or the bullpen did well enough to win, but the uh, the third part of the of those of that trifecta just did enough to cause the Braves to lose. It seems that that tide may be switching, hopefully, a little bit. Even if the pitching may not necessarily be where it needs to be, the offense now is doing enough to get the job done. It's performing at a high enough level to overcome the struggles of the pitching staff. Over Last week, it was the Braves pitching who did enough to limit the opposing offenses so the offense could do just enough. So while we're not seeing this Braves team as of yet put it all together like we hope they will soon, we are seeing that the different aspects of the team, either the starting pitching, the lineup, or the bullpen, Different aspects of the team at different points in time are now playing at an above average rate to overcome the struggles of the rest of the team to win games. So we're now seeing different aspects of the team perform to a level that's winning games instead of performing to a level that potentially is losing games. And that's a great development to see for this team. Now, obviously, the struggles of Charlie Morton once again returned his, his, probably the worst start we've seen from him over the past four or five starts. And, you know, at times you're going to see that. It's going to, you know, be tough, in my opinion, for Charlie Morton to really get back going probably until, you know, maybe June, July, you know, with what he found last year in the second half of the season. It may be an up and down struggle for another month or two when it comes to Charlie Morton. But the good thing is, is that at the very least, if the Braves can score early and they can score often, they can overcome struggles from the pitching staff. But the other good thing that stood out about this Braves team is that after a game in which both Will Smith and Kenley Jansen struggled as the back-end parts of the bullpen, Spencer Strider and Colin McHugh came in and combined for four and two-thirds innings of shutout baseball, only two hits allowed and five strikeouts. 
And the five strikeouts came for Spencer Strider. We'll talk about how he is really starting to excel, not only as a great bullpen piece for the Braves, but also starting to excel as one of the best strikeout sources when it comes to a reliever in the majors. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. While the Braves' success on the field, especially offensively, has been great to see over the past few days, there's a few notable um, you know, tidbits of news that have come off the field for the Braves concerning several players that hopefully will play big roles for the Braves as we continue on throughout this season. Obviously, starting with Ronald Acuna Jr. Ronald Acuna Jr. once again was held out of the lineup due to a leg injury. Last night's game was played in wet field conditions. Ronald Acuna Jr. woke up yesterday morning also while he was uh, doing his pregame activity. He's experienced a bit of soreness in his quad, and the Braves, as rightfully they should, they are still working with Ronald Acuna Jr. to get him back into full form coming off his knee injury from last year. So at any point in time when the Braves see that there's a potential leg injury that Ronald Acuna Jr. is experiencing, in my opinion, they rightfully are taking precaution. They were able to keep him out of the lineup. It'll, it'll wait to be seen to where whether or not you know he'll play potentially tonight. Will it be this weekend against the Marlins? We'll wait and see. Certainly hope Hope that it is nothing long-term. It appears to be just, you know, out of precaution, day-to-day. We'll certainly see if Ronald Acuna Jr. will be able to get back into the lineup over the next few days. Speaking of the outfield for the Braves, Eddie Rosario, it was reported yesterday that Eddie Rosario will actually is, is actually recovering, you know, from his eye surgery. It still seems as if the All-Star break is likely going to be kind of a target date, a very tentative target date for Eddie Rosario to be able to come back from his injury. Um, obviously, the start to the season for Rosario was not productive at all. We now know the reason why. And dealing with this type of injury, just like with Ronald Acuna Jr., you want to take all precautions in the world. With Eddie Rosario, you certainly want to make sure that he recovers and returns to full form. And hopefully, 
the end result of him being able to you know get the surgery to correct his vision that will allow for him to return you know to the stellar production level that we saw from him for much of 2021 including his great performances in the playoffs but the other perhaps most significant news when it comes to injury updates of the day was pitcher Mike Soroka who was able to throw a bullpen session yesterday it was reported that you know the bullpen session went well uh, Mike Soroka is 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 definitely in good spirits about being able to return to the mound coming off two straight seasons of Achilles injuries and the Braves are looking to have a plan in place to where they want to utilize him in a productive role while also being cautious in his return from his injury. The All-Star, just like Eddie Rosario, the All-Star break is a, a tentative opportunity for Mike Soroka to return. And according to Justin Toscano of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the plan for Mike Soroka is to log around 60 innings during the regular season and stay under 100 this season. So, we talk about, you know, what potentially could come along for the Braves, and I'm not going to try to be like Chip Carey, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, basically, I'm not going to say that, that, that this is kind of like a trade acquisition, not going to go there, but the point that I'm getting at is, is that if the Braves can get Mike Soroka back, the Braves can get Tyler Matzik back. If the Braves could also get Kirby Yates back as well around the All-Star break into late July, early August, you're starting to see overall this Braves rotation, this Braves pitching staff get some really talented arms back, hopefully in enough time to where they can find their grooves once again and they'll really be hitting their regular form going into the playoffs. Hopefully the Braves will continue to win enough to make the playoffs. But that is one outlook. That is one outlook to definitely be a little bit encouraged by. Is that we see the starting staff, we see the bullpen, we see the offense have its struggles. Especially the outfield when it comes to the offense. Especially, you know, the Braves bullpen at times struggling late in games. There are some reinforcements coming into place. Ronald Acuna Jr. returning to his full form. Eddie Rosario, Rosario eventually coming back. Mike Soroka, Kirby Yates, hopefully Tyler Magic returning from injury. I'm not saying that the difference between how the Braves are playing now and them becoming a full-fledged World Series contender this year is the return to form of all five of those players. I'm not necessarily sure that there's, you know, you should, you should put a lot of stock in all those players returning to, you know, elite form by the end of this season. But at the very least, it's good to know that there is quite a bit of valuable depth that's on its way back in time. And the hope is, is that once it returns, the Braves will be in a position to where they can utilize these talents in the best way possible, obviously maintaining health, but also allowing for them to be able to contribute to what hopefully is an ever-improving Braves team that once again is starting to really play well as we head later into the season. So some very encouraging injury updates when it comes to the Braves. And the Braves, again, certainly could use it. Especially 
when it comes to the outfield. Uh, the outfield right now, you know, Marcelo Zuna's hitting has certainly improved, uh, but the outfield is something to watch, I think, over over the next several months. You know, even when Eddie Rosario returns, even when uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. will consistently be in the lineup, you've got Adam Duvall struggling, you've got Travis Demerit struggling now. You know, you have, the hope is, is that, you know, you'll have two or three bats really going well when Eddie Rosario returns. But at that point in time, do you feel that your outfield alignment when it comes to the defense is going to be trustworthy? Because teams are, are definitely pinpointing now, if a ball's hit to left field, they're going to challenge Marcelo Zuna's arm. And while Adam Duvall has been stellar in center field, how long can you consistently contend with playing him every day at the bottom of your order? Now, if your offense is playing like it you know, is right now, you're fine with it. But hopefully once the Braves get Ronald Acuna Jr. back to full form, they get Eddie Rosario back, they'll be able to figure something out. But also, if the Braves continue to win, but the outfield overall continues to struggle, knowing Alex Anthopoulos, someone who is a master on the margins, I wouldn't be surprised if there may potentially be a move that he might make to try to bolster at least the overall depth of the Braves' outfield if he feels that's going to be needed to help to continue to help them continue to win. But the other thing that I want to say about Spencer Strider is this. Spencer Strider now has been absolutely phenomenal in his relief role for the Braves. Among players who have not started a game this season, Spencer Strider now is second in the major leagues. In strikeouts, 37 strikeouts in 24 and two-thirds innings so far for the Braves. Again, showing why he is very valuable out of the bullpen. Because Spencer Strider brings that strikeout element to the Braves bullpen that not many have seen out of the Braves bullpen over the past several years. And really you haven't seen until the Braves have gotten Tyler Matzik going over the past few years. If Tyler Matzik can return... The Braves have strikeout artists from the left-hand side and the right-hand side that really can miss bats later on in the season and hopefully again in the postseason. Again, long-term, Spencer Strider, there should be every opportunity to see if Spencer Strider can make it in the rotation. But for right now, I don't blame the Braves a bit for going with what works. And in games like last night, where Charlie Morton was struggling, the offense was clicking. The offense being able to get those two or three runs in the mid-innings off the error by the Phillies and, and the home run from Swanson and Riley, that played a big role. But an even bigger role, in my opinion, was Spencer Strider just completely shutting down the Phillies' offense in the fifth, sixth, and seventh innings. That played a huge role. And we talk about Brian Snicker's bullpen management, which at times... Definitely could be head-scratching, but last night it was outstanding. Spencer Strider coming in, shutting down the Phillies' offense, and then after the Phillies' offense has to face Spencer Strider, you then bring in the movement of Colin McHugh's pitches, and the Phillies weren't able to do anything with him either. That's the utilization. That's the benefit of having a Spencer Strider. You can use him at different parts in the game. You can use him for multiple innings, and that strikeout potential, the ability to miss bats that Strider is showing right now, it can be very useful in many different ways. And it seems as if Brian Snicker is continuing to improve 
and knowing how to use it to help the Braves get victories. So really encouraging signs over the past two games. The Braves now, starting this stretch that, you know, I talked about last week, starting this favorable stretch in which, in my opinion, they're going to play 29 straight games starting back last Friday. They were going to play 29 straight games against teams they were on the level of or better than. The Braves are now 4-2 and two through the first six games of that 29-game stretch. Tonight, a fun pitching matchup with Kyle Wright versus Aaron Nola. Can the Braves offense once again come to life? Knowing that Kyle Wright will likely keep them within the game, allow for them to be able to have a chance to win it, can the Braves once again get early success, give Kyle Wright a lead to work with, and be able to finish this series off, be able to get their first three out of four wins in a series this season? Hopefully they'll be able to get it done, and hopefully Kyle Wright will be able to have another strong performance. And we'll be with you to cover it all tomorrow on the Daily Hammer. But don't forget, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Road to Atlanta podcast, and the Battery Power podcast all at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. Always a pleasure to be with you. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. <laughs>